welcome to the Empower Her podcast. I'm Deanna, an ex-corporate manager turned certified coach, empowering you to create the life of your dreams. My goal is to guide you and support you in understanding what you really want in life, what steps to take to get there, and learn to actually enjoy the ride. Whether you are climbing the corporate ladder, a stay-at-home parent, or an entrepreneur, I coach you on how to believe you are worthy of a balanced, happy, and energetically positive life in work and at home. My goal in this podcast is to help you recognize patterns, implement change, and use your energy for positivity within yourself and your own life. I believe you don't have to suffer in this lifetime. You can create a life on your terms based on what you want regardless of what that looks like. It is about reframing your beliefs, letting go of negative thoughts, and looking at your life as a set of opportunities there for you. I'm so excited to get started. Hey there, welcome to the Empower Her podcast. I am so excited. I can't even put it into words. This is my very first episode. Podcasting has been on my vision board for forever. Okay, I love listening to podcasts. I'm obsessed. I listen to podcasts every single day and I love talking to others. I think this is the best way that I can honestly get my personality across. Sometimes I think on social media, it may come off a little bit dry. I can be funny sometimes, I promise. (laughs) So I'm so glad you're here listening and I'm so excited to start this podcast. I really just wanted a place where I could support, coach, give advice, really help everyone a little bit more than I can normally on social media, TikTok, Instagram. So I am so excited to have this platform. I honestly don't even want to go too much into this. I just want to start on the topic today. We're going to have different topics. I'm going to talk about everything from work, personal life, balancing work, feminine and masculine energy, things like cycle syncing. We can dabble in some astrology in here, talking about your career, really just how to live a balanced life, how to live a healthier life, how to change your mindset, mindset work, all of that good stuff that is going to help you create the dream life that you've always wanted. I know you've always wanted it and we're going to get it together. I got you. I got you. So today's topic, I think I just want to start out with something that is really going to resonate with a lot of people and that is, do you have work-life balance? The reason I wanted to start with this topic is I think that a lot of people think they do have work-life balance when they probably do don't, right? Especially if we're talking about a Western society, especially in the United States, it is not work-life balance pro, right? Like the way it's built, the way companies are built, the way the working structure is built, the way the you know society is built and everything, it is not conducive to a good work-life balance. I've had a really good example of both of these things. I grew up in the States, but I'm half Hungarian. I've lived in Europe on and off. I have a good idea and I've seen both of these. And in Europe, the work-life balance is just so much better. And it's not just because we have higher vacations in Europe, like more vacations if you work for a company, but the expectations, the nuances, the societal factors, the pressures or lack of pressures that we have in Europe versus what we have in the States is just such an astronomical difference. 
And I just really want to encourage people to have that work-life balance, right? It is so important, not only for our mental, but our physical health as well. So today we're going to be talking about how do you really know if you have work-life balance, what work-life balance means, what do you, why do you need work-life balance, and then some tips to start actually thinking about it. So I think just besides like the actual numbers of it, like how much are you working, beyond that, the way you can see if you have work-life balance is do you feel stressed? Do you have anxiety? Do you feel like you're working all the time and you don't have time for fun, either because you don't physically have time or because you feel too tired? Do you have chronic pain, digestive issues, headaches? Do you feel fatigued all the time? Do you feel like you never have enough time in the day? Do you have Sunday scaries? That's a really big one. Dread about going into work, about starting the day. Do you have these feelings? When I was in corporate, I worked in corporate for almost seven years. I moved up the ladder quite significantly in those seven years, and I enjoyed every bit of it. But by the end, I had I had a better work-life balance, I would say, than towards the middle, but I had all of these negative symptoms. I would get stomach aches in the middle of the day when, you know, I would eat lunch and then I feel like I would have to work again. I would feel stressed and anxious all the time. I couldn't sleep. My mind just revolved around work constantly, especially I know a lot of people after COVID started working from home. And while I do think working from home allows for more flexibility. I also think that it brought that culture of kind of always being on because when you're in the office, right, you leave the office and then you're done with work. When you're at home, it's like, well, when are you actually done with work, right? Just because you, you know, get up from your desk and go sit on the couch two feet away, your laptop is still there. You can still hear it when, you know, the team's message pings or when someone sends you an email. Now we have everything on our phone too. I had a work phone. I had all the emails and chat messages coming on there, right? It was constant and it was like, okay, well, when does my workday end, right? And that's when it comes in, you know, setting boundaries, but that's a whole other podcast episode. So I didn't have a lot of work-life balance, right? There was a time when I was working my way up to become a higher level leader than I was at. I was a team leader. I had three teams, 21 people under me. I worked 10, 12, 14-hour days. I remember on you know a national holiday at 11 p.m. in the taxi going from one place to another, responding to stakeholders on my phone, you know, on an email. That's not work-life balance in the slightest, right? And if, if, you know, if your schedule is flexible, like if I would have had a flexible schedule during the day, I would say, okay, there's nothing wrong with sending an email 11. But I worked a regular eight or 10 hour day that day and I was still sending those emails and it was a bank holiday. So I shouldn't have been working in the first place. So if you have any of these symptoms, if you have any of these aspects, if you feel like your work is taking over your life, if you feel like you are living to work, not working to live, then that is a sign that you do not have work-life balance. So what does work-life balance really mean and what does that actually look like? So I believe that work-life balance means having a healthy relationship and balance between work and life, but that work is not consuming your thoughts, right? Even if you only work eight hours, if work is consuming your thoughts outside of work, that is not work-life balance, period. That's just not. 
And if you feel like, especially, you know, if you have a job where, you know, you can send emails and be on chat, like you have that on your phone. If you feel like you can't leave your phone for long periods of time, like for example, I have a client and she has a typically regular nine to five job, but just she's in higher ed and she just works so much. And she was explaining to me that she'll wake up at seven in the morning and she will feel the need to check her emails immediately as soon as she opens her eyes, right? Even though her workday doesn't start till like nine, I believe, if she's checking her phone the first thing when she wakes up at seven or 7.30 in the morning, that is not work-life balance. That's a sign that you're so stressed, so anxious about work that you feel the need to check what's going on at that very second. And I think, you know, like her and a lot of other people, they don't have a job that's like life or death. It's not like you're a doctor and you're on call and you have to respond right to the message. We're talking about a job that isn't life or death, right? And having that feeling that you have to check your phone the minute that you wake up or let's say you're at night and you're out to dinner with your family and your phone pings and you feel like you have to respond right away. That is not work-life balance at all. So all of that anxiety and stress that you feel when it comes to that, that is really not work-life balance. Work-life balance is having that healthy relationship between work and life. Being able to look at your work and say, yes, while I'm at work, I'm going to show up 100%. I'm going to give my all, but I'm not necessarily going to go so above and beyond that it's going to affect other areas of my life. Now, the caveat to this is, and there is a caveat, There are times in our lives, especially if we are ambitious, we have our own business or we want to climb the corporate ladder or we want to get promoted, there are times where we may need to look at our work-life balance and say, okay, for this six months of my life, I am going to need to work more than normal. And that's okay, right? I had a time in my life like that. Mine was about an eight-month period when I was working a lot. I was really trying to move up. I wanted to get promoted and that was really, really important to me. And I knew that it wasn't going to last forever, but it was a time in my life when I knew I needed to do that. And that's not something that I did necessarily before that or after that, but that was a time in my life when I knew it needed to happen. And I think that is totally okay, right? We need to look at our life holistically as a whole, like in your entire span of your 80, 90 years of life, did you have work-life balance, right? We're not looking at the six months where you didn't because again, especially if you're trying to get somewhere, sometimes you do need to work more. If you're starting your own business, not necessarily by the way, but you may need to put in more effort and work in the beginning and that's totally normal. That's something that is absolutely possible and something you will have to do. So just looking at your life holistically and think, do you have that balance? Like, am I able to do the things I like outside of work? And it's so interesting because I talk to so many people and even my clients in their 30s and 40s and I'm like, what do you like to do outside of work? They don't know. And I can tell you, I was that way too. I didn't know what I wanted to do outside of work. I didn't know what my hobbies were. Inner child work, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean inner child? What, what, I, I don't understand what you're saying, right? So I totally get that. We just become so consumed with our jobs and our work that we don't even know what we like to do. When people ask what my hobbies are, they, there was a point when people would ask me when I was in corporate, I was like, I don't know. I go to work. I do freelance work on the side. Um, when I don't have that, I'm writing my blog. And you know, when I have time, I'm sleeping, eating, and like hanging out with my friends basically is what I could say because I didn't have any hobbies that were actually going to support me because I just didn't have time for them. I didn't make it a priority. 
So really that balance is about making those things a priority in your life that you love to do outside of work. We do spend so much of our time in work. It's about a third, assuming you work eight hours, five days a week approximately, it's about a third of our life, right, on average. That's a lot. So we really need to look at the other aspects of our life and see where can we add those fun things into our daily life that are going to make us happy and that are going to bring that balance. And of course, this is where mindset work comes in, nervous system regulation comes in. Again, that's a different podcast in and of itself, but these are also things that need to be considered and can absolutely be talked about. So why do you need work-life balance? I think on average, you do need work-life balance. Again, we're not talking about those caveat times when you won't have it, but your physical and mental health depends on you having work-life balance. We often don't realize we're in chronic stress. We have physical symptoms. When you're feeling physically ill or when you're so – a great example of this was when COVID started about six months in, I was on my laptop so much more because we were at home. So those face-to-face meetings I had in person in the office, I was no longer having and everything was online. I got to a point where I was on my laptop so much during the day that I had the worst headaches, my eyes were hurting, and I would have to sit on the floor and put an ice pack on my face because I literally couldn't see and my eyes and my head were hurting so bad. And that didn't come from one day to the next, right? Like that took a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Another thing that happened was this was still in the office, but out of nowhere, my hand started hurting so bad, like kind of where my thumb is with my um, pointer finger. And I went down to the doctor. We had a doctor on call in our office. And I was like, what is this? I was like, I cannot hold the mouse. I can't type. Like what is happening? It hurts so bad. And they told me this, this was something that has been going on for a really long time, for months probably. But it just came out, right? Like it just started hurting. But this is something that's been manifesting for months and months in my body. He said, you're working too much. You're on the computer too much. Like your hands are too tired. And I was like, I don't know what you want me to do with that information. He was like, you know, it's a very European thing. Like, oh, take some sick days. I'm like, I I, I don't, I, that doesn't compute, right? I don't take sick days, <laughs> which again is a very bad mindset I used to have. Now I think differently about this, but that was the mindset I had. That's not work-life balance. I'm literally saying that my health isn't as important as my job. And again, I didn't, I worked in marketing, right? That is not a life or death job. It is absolutely not. My team would have been fine if I didn't work for two days, right? Like there would have been nothing wrong with that. So those are just some things to keep in mind is like, is your physical and mental health worth it? There was a point in COVID where I was having panic attacks, anxiety attacks. I was so stressed with work and I was so unhappy. There was a time I was going through a a rough time with my teams and there was just a lot of negative energy and I was trying to kind of manage it and handle it. And I, I cannot tell you, I was so stressed, so anxious. I wasn't sleeping. Obviously, I was doing some things that I shouldn't have been doing, like drinking more alcohol than I should to kind of numb it because I was at home by myself in quarantine. It was just all around a bad situation, but I was just not caring about my mental health either. I didn't know what nervous system regulation was. I didn't know what mindset work was. Like, yeah, I'd heard of journaling and meditation and all this, but that was not something that I practiced on a daily. And after that is really when I got into all of this stuff. That was like three years ago, almost four now. And that's what really shifted everything for me. But these were not 
like my life was not balanced and I was physically ill. Like I was literally physically ill. I had really bad sinus infections. I was getting sick all the time despite being like a germaphobe and being really careful. Like that's because I was in a constant state of stress. I'm sure my cortisol was spiked. I didn't get it tested officially, but I'm sure I had high cortisol. I was so anxious all the time and that is such a strain on your body. Like that is such a strain. If I would have done that for like several more years, I would I don't even know what would have happened to me, right? So this is why work-life balance is important. Work-life balance is important because you have to be able to take care of your mental and physical health. It is so important. And I think the first thing that actually needs to be changed, and maybe I'll do a separate episode on this. Y'all can let me know if, if you're interested in it. But something that's really important is it's, it's not always about – wanting or not wanting work-life balance, I think a lot of us don't realize we can have work-life balance. We don't realize that there is an option to have work-life balance, right? And there absolutely can be. And so it's about changing that mindset. So that's what I usually help people with is first understanding like where your mindset is. What are your feelings around work-life balance? Some questions you can even ask yourself. Do you believe that you can have work-life balance? What are those things that stress you out? What are those things that bring you energy? Do you have good time management? Do you do fun things for yourself? What are those things that bring you joy? Do you have good relationships with people in your life? Do you feel like you have enough time to spend with them? You can use these as journal prompts too, but basically it's really important to start understanding what are your feelings towards work-life balance? Do you feel like it's possible to have work-life balance? Because honestly, some people don't feel that way, right? Like some people don't. And how can we get to a place where we can start believing it's possible? Because I believe that pretty much there's only a few industries where I would say it's not like doctor and things like that. But I would say for the majority of industries, if you're working in corporate, if you have your own business, I believe that you can have work-life balance. But I also believe that work-life balance looks different for everyone. I think it's really important to understand what works for you specifically. I believe in tailored. I do not think there's one size fits all for this. For some people, work-life balance is working four hours and then spending the rest of the time doing their hobbies. For other people, it's working 10 hours, then spending two hours at the gym, then two hours with their friends and sleeping for six hours because that's all they need, right? It is totally dependent on the person and what your needs are. So that's why as like number one, if you want to get to a place where you have work-life balance, you first need to understand what does work-life balance mean for you? What does it mean for you? How do you see work-life balance? What does that look like? What would your dream life look like, right? Like what are these aspects of your life that you really feel like you need in order to feel complete, in order to have that work-life balance? I really recommend journaling on this. It's the best way to do it. You can even write out like, what's your dream day? I love to give clients this assignment. So if you want to try this, please do. So you get out a piece of paper. I always recommend journaling like on a piece of paper, but you can do it on your phone, on your laptop. You can do a voice note. Write out in detail what your dream day looks like, including everything from what time you wake up. What do you do when you wake up in the morning? How do you feel? What does your room look like when you wake up? What do the sheets look like? Like specific details. Is the sun coming up? How many degrees is it outside? 
do you step on to a brand new fluffy rug? Do you put on some cozy PJs or, you know, sweat outfit that you can, you know, do at home? Do you go to the gym? Do you go for a walk? Do you have a scrambled egg breakfast? Like what specifically do you do? What time do you start working? How much do you work on what thing? How many meetings do you have a day? Obviously, if you work in corporate or you're a little bit more constrained with your you know, job, that's totally fine. You can write it out to that. Like if you work nine to five, obviously you're going to have to write out that you work from nine to five. But even specifically, can you say, okay, I take an hour lunch break. I respond to emails only twice a day. I only have maximum two meetings a day. Like how can we formulate your like dream ideal day so that it's going to work for you? I really recommend as a first assignment to write it out for yourself. What is your dream day from the second you wake up and open your eyes to when you close your eyes and go to sleep in as much detail as possible. Then after that, you're going to do the next step and see what things you can start implementing today. Okay, that's your assignment. I think it'll be really, really great. I'd love to hear any feedback. You can always let me know on social media, on TikTok or Instagram. My DMs are always open. Comment on things. I love to get the feedback and see how y'all feel about this. So this is the general kind of format I'm thinking for these episodes. I really want these to be packed with information, support. I'm definitely going to try to always give you tools that you can use, things you can do on your own if you want, but also motivation and, and understand that all of these things are possible for you, right? It's just about shifting our reality, shifting the energetics we have. I'm really big on spirituality and energetics as much as being practical in the day to day. And that's kind of the mix that I'm going to be really implementing in these podcast. So hopefully you enjoyed it. And if you love this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on TikTok and Instagram at Coach Deanna DeBolt. I'll see you next time.